Welcome back to another episode of Art of the Float. It's 2023. I can't even believe it. Another year. We're we're still doing it. It's wild. And uh, in this episode, we're all just catching up with our float centers, sharing what's been going on. If we've been making money, losing money, what's been going on with our shops. If anybody's had any floods, the answer, yes, multiple. Oy vey. But uh, before we get started on that, of course, I want to give a big shout out to Helmbot. Helmbot built by float center owners for your float center to do your client scheduling, your employee scheduling, create tasks so your employees know what to do at any time of the day to make sure your center is running perfectly smooth. And uh, also just something that I, I'm embarrassed to even admit it, but something that I realize is they have an inventory system too. We've been having a lot of issues with inventory, you know, whether it's shampoo running out or hydrogen peroxide, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a headache. You can just keep your inventory in Helm. And um, when something gets marked to a certain level, it automatically pops up, you know, to order some more. It's great, super convenient. And so that's what I'm setting up in Helm. That's my my project for the month. And uh, I'm, I'm uh, like, wait, why haven't we been doing it this way the entire time? But uh, yeah, more on, on why that is later in the episode here. And uh, also a big shout out to the FTA. Oh my gosh. The Float Tank Association is really stepped up their game over the years. Um, they've become quite the uh, capable group. Not just capable, but uh, absolutely helpful for starting your float center and for existing float centers as well. I highly encourage you to become a member of the FTA. It's not even expensive. You're putting money in to the FTA. And of course, you're getting back uh, a lot of help, including uh, these really cool Zoom calls where experts are coming on or discussions are happening, whether it's for a holiday promotion or an expert on water sanitation or your water solution, sanitation, really good stuff. Please support the FTA. It's an important group that uh, helps support our industry. I think that's it. My goodness. Let's go ahead and start the show. Welcome back to another episode of Art of the Float, where float setters thrive. My name is Dylan, and I am so happy to be back here in 2023. It's good to see your faces. Oh, I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon. Hey, everybody. It's Kim Hannon. I am also like crazy excited. because It's been way too long since we've done this. We don't know what to do now. Um, but I co-own <laughs> Suki Doe Float Center in Salt Cave in southern Indiana, right across the bridge from Louisville, Kentucky, where the float conference is going to be held this the year. What? And what are the dates on that? I'll tell you soon. Okay, okay. <laughs> and this is Drew from New Hampshire Float in cold New Hampshire. Mm. And I am also happy to see everyone's face and catch up. And I'm excited for 2023. Hello, everyone. Gloria Morris here from Float 60 here in Chicago and have a couple of flute centers in Indiana too. I'm super pumped about Louisville. Um, great to see your faces. I miss you so much. So I'm stoked for tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Woof. This is going to be one of lot. our best podcasts ever. There's a lot to cover. There's a lot to cover. Lot. So I think, I feel like our last episode was everything but. Um, oh my God. Everything except, <laughs> our, everything except our float centers was our last episode. And it, like there's a lot of float things to cover, float topics to cover, but it didn't make any sense to reconnect with you guys and reconnect with our audience without covering the last, what is it, two months basically of, of what's been going on in our lives, including our float centers. I'm really curious where everybody's at. We left on a real cliffhanger last last uh, previous on Art of the Float. So um, I'd love to just hear about what the heck's been going hopefully just really mild super chill uneventful just lots of cash getting stacked in the back and going swimming <laughs> in your coins and other than that just like just chill relaxed is that that's what i, I mean doing. that's what it was like for me i don't know what i mean did you guys have a different experience? yeah obviously <laughs> there, there were a few right. text chains going on we talked about that a lot last episode and uh it, it was I think it's been a little stressful for a few of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dylan, to, I guess, jump in and turn it back on you. I know you had some construction going on. What is going on or what's the current state of, are you even open? Do you have, are you, are you hosting floats? 
Um, oh, you're talking about my business, not my home. Which flood are you talking about? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like that. It's, it's like, like that. that. It's like that. Oh, uh, I don't even want to talk about it, but 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 I will. I will. But I'll try to make it brief. Okay, Pry, I'll, I'll talk about it. Uh, yeah, we had a a flood in our float shop, and you know you can listen to last last episode if you want to hear more deets on that, but. Almost essentially nothing has happened since then. It's really wild how um, no construction has happened. That's oh, not no. entirely true. Ceilings were were replaced uh, for, the, for most ceilings and a couple wall um, uh, sheetrock was replaced. But uh, we have no float room and um, yeah, not, no work has been done there. And the weird part of – I get a little weird talking about this because we're dealing with insurance and like to put it out there is a little bit weird. But it's all out of our hands, so I like. I think it's totally okay to talk about, which is that um, we over the holidays um, there was lots of flooding and uh, like houses and businesses um, because of the freeze and then probably pipe pipes breaking and whatnot. And we just had um, a major delay just getting quotes uh, from contractors uh, to get in because there was wow. just no sense of urgency. Um, Thankfully, our insurance company, while they've dropped us, they yeah, they do um, – they're making us whole. Like they're doing um, – I feel good about it. Like it's work. That's Don't get good. me wrong. Like I prefer not to, to have gone through all of this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're even helping um, when we had to close and when we're closing in the future. They, they bridge the gap for employee pay, um, nice. lost revenue, all that That's stuff. That's terrific. Like, it, that part feels really good. Um so, so Dylan, yeah. you had you had a float room that flooded first, like at the end of last year, right? And then the flood hit the like a bigger flood and another flood. I can't keep them all straight. I, I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I don't. Oh, I'm okay. pretty checked out at this. So point. It's all fun. one big flood. It's Noah's. It's just I, I don't water. know. But yeah. the other th- every the other religion has working? a flood. What's that? The other three tanks are operational. Other three, three, but no, no. other three float tanks are operational. Okay, and, okay. And, uh, so you're so, not closed. So we're good. We are open. Um, I'm a little worried that our employees are getting used to like three float tanks. Yeah, this is cool. All right, good, mm-hmm. good, good. Um, plus, we have like the COVID breaks of like we have a very long transition time now, and like bring a yep. fourth float tank back, and then oh hey, actually the float shop would like to kind of make money, so uh, we'd like to add uh, more floats back to our schedule. So thinking about shrinking that back up. That's going to be tough to break people in on that one. Like I we've, honestly, we've been contemplating the same. And Interesting. I don't. Are they are all at? for the same time? They are at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You got to hustle. You have sweat. Your face is glistening. <laughs> by all means, but I think people are used to just like being very like detail oriented, getting it done well, but not in like get yeah. it done mode. You know. Yeah. I think the only yeah, way we could, we could bring it back is if we double staffed. Um, there's just no way, you know, and we've we've been sure. busier throughout the, the holiday. Good, and good. I, I yeah, think yeah. our team has kind of struggled a little bit with that, though, of, because and we still have the we're running three hour blocks with 75 to 90 minute floats. Um, and I think and we also have the salt cave and an infrared mat. So, like, we have a, a lot that could be happening. And I think uh, the, I don't know how they would feel about shrinking it down unless we had double staffing. So. Sure. You, uh, we oh. always have double staffing on a transition. So by all mm-hmm. means, I think you need two people. Yeah. yeah. With four rooms, so, absolutely. With COVID, we went from doing all four at the same time to doing staggered two and two. Hmm. And so we run them every hour now versus every two hours, basically. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's, I don't think we'll ever go back to all at the same time. It's just yeah. a more steady flow. Um, mm-hmm. It just works a little bit better and, you don't have to have two, but with other modalities, it's certainly nice. But yeah, exactly. we've, my, yeah, that's we my love first concern it. with that is just pumps running. Yeah. No, we, we really don't have a problem with that. Okay. All right. I mean, let me float in your center and be the judge of that. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I've heard that a number of times. Uh, but um, do, do employees not get a little burnt out of just like it's, it's a constant thing going on to bring people in, bringing them out? You'll have to ask my staff that because I'd like to say no <laughs> because I haven't heard that. But, you know, if you ask them straight out, I, I don't think so, honestly. Okay. I think Next it's, up on Art of the Flow, I think it's more um, even, 
You know, you don't have okay. as much downtime. You're just on Follow a cadence. Up question. Yeah. Three people want to come in and float. Somebody has to mm-hmm. wait. Like that's just it just is what it is. We've made modifications provided oh. that the, you know, you could be a little bit flexible provided that the other two aren't booked. You know, yeah. sometimes we've had four people that want to come at the same time. So we've modified, but okay. uh, usually those things happen in advance. So yep. yeah, it really has not been an issue. I think okay. that was a blessing that came out of COVID because we're able to be much more efficient with, with the staffing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And see, we couldn't ours do it in our staggered with our other services. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Dylan. Interesting. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But Um, I think, you know, that makes a huge difference because we'll start our floats, you know, say our 10 o'clock hour and then the salt cave um, starts at 1030, then Fred and Matt at 1045. And then then Fred and Matt finishes first because it's the shortest. Then the salt cave finishes and then our float finishes. Um, And so then, you know, they they have a chance to kind of turn each one as soon as they finish. And then it just kind of keeps going steady throughout the day. So. Hmm. You guys make me hmm. think. I wait. No, no, no. I, hmm. I, I literally cannot do that. The pumps are too loud. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Andrew, you have you can't do that. One person on staff. Tanks are right next to each other. There's no way you're staggering, right? No, not staggering. And I generally have two people on staff, or I block hmm. off a float. So I'll do oh, two, then three, then two, then three type of thing. Okay. Or a lot of times, the, like right now. Um, I lost a couple of staff at the end of the year. And so now I'm working more, but I'll take off and leave the schedule in a way that is manageable. And I feel comfortable with the staff that's working, managing how it is. And I'll generally only do that if I block off like a float here or there. But, um, you know, or at the end of the night, I'll do three back to back. But I, I listen you know, my struggles with employees, I try to make it easy for my employees. I, and the ones that I still have, I don't want them to go anywhere. So I try to help out where I can. I try to make it as easy as possible. I think it's an employee market still, and it's harder to find good employees. And even if my employees that I have aren't as perfect as I would like, I'm managing how my float center works when I'm not there with them. And so I try to make it easy and they got really nice bonuses for Christmas. Nice. And nice. I tell them, I appreciate them every nice. time I leave and say, thank you. I appreciate you. I'm going home. Call me if you need me, but if you don't, don't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. but I have two hours and 15 minutes between each s- session. Wow. And it used to be two and a half hours. And I think the two hours, 15 minutes works great. And also, you know, I remember the days of being sweaty and having to change shirts and trying to project calmness and sure. being collected. And I have all this anxiety and sweat dripping all over me. So, um, you know, I think there is something to be said. Sometimes less is more. And I think mm. in floating, that attention to detail and those few extra minutes chit chatting with somebody, even though you might lose a block of floats, allowing both yourself and the employees to establish those relationships with customers by having that little bit of extra time and not being stressed out, I think goes, goes a long way in the long run. Cool. So can we just do a full episode on employees again? Again? Um, I'm again? tired of talking about again. employees. I know, right? Well, here's, here's my thing that I, I want to do an episode because um, the shop's been around 11 years now. And uh, the culture has yeah, mm-hmm. the culture has changed quite a bit, and the expectations have changed quite a bit as well. And we we've also uh, lost our manager recently, which was like a good, healthy, good separation. Everything's good there, um, but it does mean it's like oh, we can like get our hands back on like no separation between us and employees and everything. And it's like we want things run a little bit differently now. Um, I, I want things run my way and. I just want to talk with you guys about some, I don't know, your philosophies, best practices. How do I not come across as a complete monster while wanting my employees to be a certain way and, and changing it, you know, like this is the culture and I, I want to change it. So let Olga, if you're listening, do you think our producer listens to the show or never? do I need to shoot an email? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll, I'll shoot an email then you're right. Uh, I'd, I'd love to do an episode with you guys talking about employees. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, 
Um, can can I just end my story on a little bit of a positive note? I was which is, say, let's go back to your let's flood. Do that. Let's go back to the flood. Um, oh, you know what? If I want to end on a positive note, let me just say um, I've been sick for all of December and um, the beginning beginning of January. I thought I was out of it, and I got sick again. It's been insane. Um, the whole family just getting sick over and over and over again. No holidays with family. No holidays with friends. It actually silver lining was kind of nice because we just like were super cozy with each other and just like chill, not no high stress, not tons of presents, just super mellow. Loved that. Not the being sick part. That was. I, I've been pretty zen, but it started pushing my buttons, particularly when the day after Christmas, I found my office was flooding. Uh, we had a pipe burst behind our house, and the entire carpet of my so. Um, we have a two-story house. The garage is extended in the back, and um, I built offices for Sandra and I back here, which turned out great during the pandemic to have offices. Um, she was teaching remotely, which is great. But um, yeah, all our carpet that we had installed was flooded. We tore it out, and I was still sick, so just like exhausted and hating life and getting this stuff out of there. Our neighbors were super helpful. But if you hear more of an echo, it's because we have no carpet in here. I have a rug on the floor, and... <clears throat> Sheetrock is still cut out where it got too moist and we, we don't want mold in here. So we, we're pretty safe with it. And I, had, I need to install that. And uh, um, anyway, so to and on a positive note is just within the past couple of days, we have install dates for flooring, um, some uh, ultramarine flooring going into our Nautilus room, which means the floor has to be built first, the elevated floor. It's not going to be a floating floor anymore because F that it's too much movement and it things tear apart too easily assault is bad enough and then um we're also just like getting new floors throughout the entire float shop we're repainting the float shop we're just like let's use this as an opportunity to reinvent ourselves be fresh and um hopefully hopefully our employees will also feel that freshness as kind of nice. referenced a couple of minutes ago yeah nice awesome nice Kim, nice dry yeah. safe uh, business <laughs> over the holidays, just lots yeah. of cash. Just buy the bag full, really. I mean, they were just yeah, walking like, in, they didn't win anything. People would just throw us a bag of cash and leave. It was great. Cash, yeah. No, the uh, the holidays were a little crazy for us. December ended up being like super, super full. Um, you know, my mm-hmm. dad was celebrating his 20 year anniversary, uh, with his wife and. So, and they got married just before Christmas. And so they uh, invited us down for a quick stay in a cabin in Tennessee. And it was really great, but it was one of those, like, I didn't have a chance to plan for it. And so I had some work I had to get done while we were there. And like, I feel like I kind of missed out on some of that, like cozy cabin, good vibes stuff. Um, But it was really crazy because the cabin was literally on the line of uh, the time zone change. And so if you were sitting on one side of the table, we were in Eastern. And if you were sitting on the other side of the table, you're in Central. And Are so it was cool. the craziest thing. Yeah. Um, and our phones kept changing and everybody's arguing about what time it was. But it was it was funny. But uh, we were we were kind of worried <laughs> that we were awesome. going to get snowed in there because, it, uh, you know, I mean, it's it, it's out there and um, thankfully we got out but we had to drive home in some pretty dicey weather and what was normally like a I think it's normally an hour and a half no two two and a half hour drive ended up taking us five hours um, just to get back and you know it was slow go but we made it and got home and like everything here had also been snowy and icy and um, then we had just go here, go here, do this sort of thing. So it was a little tiresome, but like lots of just really good times with family and uh, get to hang out with everybody. And, you know, everything went great at the shop. We had a really strong gift certificate sales year. Um, and, you know, we've solidified now this is our third year in a row of doing the same strategy for our gift cards. So we've decided okay. we're just doing that every year and uh, we're, yeah. not, we're not going to mess around changing anything. Um, okay, it great. It really works. So, I, I want to hear yeah. from Gloria and Drew on this too, because uh-huh. uh, Olga, if you're listening, I'll, uh, never mind. I know you're not listening. I'll, I'll email you. I want to make sure that we do an episode a couple months in advance of mm-hmm. um, next year's holidays because 
I was not thrilled with our holiday sales and we did the powder keg method and um, there's a lot of hype in the float collective about it. And, you know, it entirely possible. I, I messed things up on the launch of it, yada, yada, yada. Overall, we will not be doing that again. I did not see the return. Um, not as confusing for clients as I thought it was going to be. I thought that was going to be mind numbing, like how much we were going to have to be helping people. Actually, that that part turned out great. We just didn't have the sales. So um, can I just briefly hear what your mm-hmm. sales strategy was? Yeah, it's it was pretty simple, but we do va- uh, dollar value based gift cards instead of service based. Um, and so they can use that for any of our three services or for our retail products. And um, since we switched to this, we've also noticed an increase in our gift certificate numbers because um, instead of pricing a discounted float, we're not discounting anything. Um, what we're doing instead is giving a bonus amount for free. The more you spend, the more you get. And so starting, if you buy a $100 gift certificate, we're going to put 110 on it. If you buy 150 oh, we're going to put okay. 170 on it. If you buy 200 we put 230 on it and so on. So we have these stair steps. Um, and it's so easy to get somebody who comes in and says, hey, I just need a gift certificate for a float. We say, well, a float's usually $75, but we're running a special right now that you can get some extra money for the gift certificate. Do you think they'd enjoy the Salt Cave too? Yes. Oh, they'd love that. Okay, well, you can get both of them on the same day for $100. And if you do that, they're still going to have $10 extra. And so it's a super easy upsell for people Um, and really easy to overall to manage that process. And then if we raise our prices later, not a big deal. Interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm, Cam, yeah. Uh, Drew. Yeah. How were your holidays? Holidays were great. Yeah, no complaints. Um, I didn't do any advertising other than a Black holiday, uh, Black Friday uh, text sale with Matt Phillips that mm-hmm. was um, uh, extremely successful, I'll say. And other than that, as I, as people know, I'm trying to sell my business. I'm trying to be more profitable and spend less money to, and see what I can make. I didn't spend any money on advertising. I'm very happy with how my October, November, December went. And it was probably the three most profitable months of my existence. And, um, at least it, you know, Anecdotally, I I made very good money and I spent like zero dollars to advertise. Um, Single dollar advertising? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I did no no advertising uh, again, other than the text campaign, which was a five figure one day campaign. But um, yeah, I was very very profitable, and I think being around for five years, there are people who they get a float every year for Christmas. And now every year there's more people who are like that, right? The longer you're around, the more people know about you, the bigger the customer base. I didn't discount any of my floats. Um, I, it was my regular price and it worked out well. I'm happy with it. And I, so last year when I, I had a monster uh, November, December last year and I had people very upset that they couldn't float. I sure, sold. Right. I feel I sold too many floats for me right. wanting to have my time and be up on the mountain snowboarding. Right. So that was another reason. I'm like, I thought I was very close to selling, which I'm. I wasn't, or you know, it didn't happen. But I didn't want to have someone new coming in and being overwhelmed with too many people floating. I didn't want to be held to like last year. I was closed. I'm supposed to be closed on Tuesdays. I was floating people because they were upset. So I was giving up my time and having no free time. Right. So this year I said, Hey, I don't really care about getting every dollar. I want to be able to go up to the mountain. So I just closed on Wednesdays. Now I'm closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and I'm getting my time back and I'm learning how to be more profitable instead of spending $10,000 to not really know if I'm exactly getting that back or not, like I, I found some confusion in there, right? Sure. So yeah. um, I was just curious how it would go without spending anything. And when you really dig into your numbers, you could be more profitable by selling less floats depending on what's going on with your business. Sure. So, uh, so I'm maximizing my profitability, as you would say, and trying to not necessarily focus on the number, right? But... Um, 
How yep. prop the profitable number, right? More so yes. than my sales number. Yeah. Cool. Damn. Awesome. Can can we get any update on your sale? Uh, real quick, no update. I got I'm, I'm <laughs> dancing and flirting with people, but um, but I'm no shocked one's that the that doesn't yet. work. <laughs> I know. It's right? all it take. I'll buy it, Drew. <laughs> yeah. These husbands are getting in the way, Gloria. This is the problem. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. That's great. But, so we should so, let people know that you're not going through a broker in case, like, I don't know, for some I'm reason, not, somebody's no. first time listening. Oh, so I guess, so if, one of the things I did over the break was I am going to be starting a YouTube channel and I'm going to be documenting my journey. I've already started making videos. I've learned how to edit. Um, I am at a spot where I, so I'm not going to release it until I actually do sell. And the reason for that is because I could, I have videos up until the point I'm at now. And then if I don't sell for six months to kind of, I lose that momentum. So I will be uh, documenting this journey. I am currently documenting this journey and I'm breaking it down into some really cool parts that um, I can share a lot of good information with. Um, such as the decision, how to plan and prepare, how to market, how to interact with people, whether or not to use a broker. I'm not using a broker. I think our industry is very unique and part of selling a float center is same way you had to sell floating when you were opening it. You have to sell floating when you're selling it because Mm. people don't understand it and they're going to devalue it and it makes it easy to compare our business to things that don't make any sense at all, but is easy for a broker who uh, I have a whole, I have a negative opinion of brokers because they'll tell people what they want to hear, but we don't have an industry standard. We don't. So how can anyone say what the industry sure. standard is? Right. And that becomes the, the negotiation, right? Well, I'm the expert in this, so it's going to be closer to what I think than what someone who has no clue what it is comes along and, and says the value of it is, right? Yeah. So it's been an interesting journey. I've definitely learned a lot. I'm going to be able to share a whole lot of information with people. Awesome. And I still can't stress enough, you have to... You have to sell, but to get the best value, you have to sell before you're ready because it will take a while and you will, each person that comes along and I've had five people sign non-disclosures and each person focuses on something different. So there's no consistency to it, but then also you get to hear the feedback of how people are valuing the business and some people just... Don't get it and you're not going to convince them otherwise. And, and I think it really has a lot to do with who they are going to for advice and who their advisors yeah, are. Sure, sure. And I think that um, some people get misled by people who aren't the right people to be advising them and they're missing out on a great opportunity, right? So that's what I think. But um, they're going to look at it and not really understand what goes into it. And I have turned down two offers, three offers that – It's like, yeah, that would be a great deal for you, you know, (laughs) great deal for you, but you can't build a float center. Um, Just to kind of bring it back, uh, just recently, someone in the float collective posted how much they spent on building their float center. And when I see that, I'm like, yeah, what I'm asking for is a fair price. You know, you can't build my float center for $300,000. I'm sorry. And I'm in a good position to wait. So if you're going to offer me 300,000, I can say no. Right. So um, I think the, the best position you can be in is to, to be before you're ready to sell yeah. and then ex- be patient. It's going to take 12 to 24 months and maybe you get lucky. But, um, you know, who's going to buy your float center? Like you can think about that. And it's probably someone from your float world who's going to buy the float center. I think it's a difficult sell to anyone who's not involved in floating. So that's kind of the update. I have a lot. I have so much information that I, well, I could talk whole, for days about that. We have a know? whole, I mean, you're doing a mini series basically on, yeah. on this podcast about yeah, selling and you have another that. one uh, coming up here soon. So it's, it's already on the books. We're going to get more into it. Um, just you talking to also just bring something up for me, which is uh, Tim Strudwick of Isopod. Uh, just, I think it was today as of a recording, um, 
like the most beautiful float center he had ever installed a float tank mm-hmm. in. And he was like, it's just like Space Odyssey 2001 in here. And I, I didn't read any of the comments. I saw a couple of the pictures. Oh, God, I wanted to comment be like, open the float, uh, the isopod doors, Tim. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure somebody else already made that comment. But um, I get concerned. I get nervous, especially having been doing consulting for a, a minute. People spending so much money, and when does the return come back? Like, when uh, does profitability actually exist? <clears throat> and um, I would love to get somebody on the show who has spent a lot of money and has that answer, um, hopefully in being like, yeah, you can totally make that money back. But even buying tanks used the way that we do, um, not making payments or, or short-term or low, low-end payments um, – yeah, it's kind of a kind of a razor's edge. So I'm I'm curious about that. Sorry, I don't mean to digress too much, but uh, yeah. Well, the but either other way, it's expensive to build about a, it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? It's expensive to build a float center, right? No matter it's, how it's you expensive, cut it. and it, and it feels like it's only getting more expensive too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As it's less kind of like do it yourself and more knowledge and soundproofing and all of that. Like, right. It, That's what more. I was just going to say, Dylan. I think the biggest concern I have when I look at those, and and I had big ideas about what my space would look like too, but. Mm. Building for function over form, I think that's Mm -hmm. what's not happening. I think people are building for form that may not be as educated about all the things you just mentioned, the soundproofing, the saltproofing, the waterproofing. And, you know, you just think about how destructive the environment is. And if you don't do that, you are literally repeating your costs. Right. Right. And so I I think there's more and more of that happening because less people are educated um, about (sighs) that. That's that's my gut. I could be completely wrong. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely scary um, to think that you're just going to build this beautiful space. And yeah, but I don't want to talk out of turn. I'm not going to name any names, but I have worked with uh, or I've been on the phone with industry professionals who, oh, I guess I will just say not inside of Oregon, just because there's some industry professionals in Oregon that would be pretty obvious to connect, not in Oregon, that uh, are like, have melting floats, you know, just like their their walls are melting, their, things are just falling apart by that salt, that it's like, you guys should know how to do this. And it's amazing just how destructive our industry, our, our uh, what, what's the word I'm trying to look for? But Ingredient. basically salt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it's so hard to plan for it? People want that aesthetic, like you said, the form. Yeah, they'll they'll compromise. It's like that's great on your first three months. Yes, a year mm-hmm. you're going to start seeing a little wear and tear. Three yeah. years you're going to start putting fingers into yeah. your walls. Right, you know? right. Oh yeah, uh, it definitely yeah. it definitely yeah. happened to me. Um, you know, in I'm, happened I to me. Think the oh, last yeah. time we recorded. I had just, I think I was still closed from doing my floors, redoing my floors. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we were closed Maybe over Kim a too. month. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, we, you don't we really always have, have to do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Gloria, can you tell us about your holiday? <laughs> well, just the butt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was very happy with the overall year ending in the fourth quarter on an uptick. You know, we finally were in a situation where all four locations were stable, um, you know, because I had acquired a location the year before. So we hit a year right in October. So that was like stable, ready to go. And then uh, Lake Zurich, which I purchased in the beginning of uh, March of 2020, I've talked about this story, really just, just took off. So it was such a huge relief. So yeah, I think um, for the first time in seven years, I am in a situation where I'm only um, focused on the growth and, you know, profitability optimization of the four existing locations. I still have this sports project that will have some components of wellness in it, but not a float Mm -hmm. center. So I was I was very pleased. I did I always spend money on holidays. Um, I too use Matt Phillips, and I've been uh, very happy with the ROI with Matt. Um, cool. I, I cannot say enough about that. The math is the math, and uh, we 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 code things so that we know it's coming from those particular ads, and it's it's definitely a good return. So that's that's good. 
I, I hate to do it again, yeah. um, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to email our producer and say um, I would love a tutorial, a walkthrough on determining your ROI. Like I'm throwing all my money into these advertisements, you know, yeah. here, there, wherever. How do I know what I'm actually getting back based on what I'm putting out there? Yeah, I'd, I'd love all the deets. Yeah, there's that's complicated. It's not straightforward at all because um, you don't know what you'd already be getting. To Drew's point, mm. maybe these people would be coming anyway. But I, you know, yeah, this no is kidding. where we could talk all kinds this of time asshole. on coding, right? And using certain codes, and even now we're rolling out. We're by the way, we are about to raise our prices for the first time in seven years. Finally, wow! So, oh my god! Looking at it. Yeah. First time in seven wow. years. Yeah, we're about to completely um, what, redo what's everything. What's your current and what's your next price? So our current price, the first time float is 60. The uh, regular price float is 90. We very rarely let people pay 90. We always have some sure. kind of package or yeah. whatnot. But we're changing our membership structure um, quite a bit. Our first time float will be 69. Hey now. And our regular price float will be 99. So they're going up nine dollars each, okay. Um, and then our memberships are completely restructuring. That's just a whole nother conversation. But we're kicking these things off February thirteenth, which is our seven year itch, our seven year anniversary. And uh, I'm excited. We're doing a lot of planning right now. I'm working with some people to. Uh, in fact, my my communications manager just emailed you tonight, Kim. We're going to get a new person on the Mindful Solutions platform. Oh, nice. Not to plug, so but um, <laughs> we're excited about that. But I do want to share, I think... Uh, wait, wait, I'm sorry, I didn't understand. What Were you not plugging? <laughs> this little social media marketing. M-I-N-D-F-U-L? Yeah. Solutions? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's Mindful. Oh, oh. Is it a branding thing? I'm sorry, I'm very... I'm flummoxed. Dylan. Dylan. Well, let's give her a plug. Every single time, might as well talk about her business. It helps. Yeah, I was I was just bragging about you today. As a matter of fact, your ear, ears may have been Thank ringing, you. but you probably already have an email in your inbox from tonight. But uh, I do want to. So anyways, uh, yeah. Kim, for social media, <laughs> will help you with your social media. You can sign up. There are many different tiers of what she can do and, and how customized you want your um, your content to be. And I'm even saying social media, but some I can already hear Kim saying, actually, we do a whole lot more. Um, yes. But uh, what what do you do, Kim? Uh, Why not? Right now, it? social Why media. Yeah, social media is the, the big piece, but um, I'm actually uh, onboarding a new team member next week who's going to be helping mm-hmm. me officially launch some of the huge projects that we've been working on. Um, our training library, uh, we'll have oh, a full li- uh, learning whoa. library coming soon. Congratulations. Um, and Thank you. And then we do a lot of animated videos and Olga, yours is in the works, I promise. Um, but we uh, we do animated video. orientation videos, marketing videos. Drew's was super fun uh, to, you know, Maybe animate a little, little too skinny, not enough muscle, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I buffed him up a lot on one. <laughs> I can't show people that one though, Kim. Ah, I do. I can't show right. people that one. Yeah. I'm excited well, to the see table that. Yeah. That's actually a joke I, I make. I say, I say, I love the video, but the girl made it made me a little too skinny. Said she didn't pay, me, I didn't pay enough for muscles. And then, and then I say, but she made me one in a little skimpy bikini that I can't show people. <laughs> Wow. I love it. Lots of muscles in that one. Show notes, please. Yeah, yeah. Was his hair short or get. long? What kind no, of hair was short back have? then? Yeah. Oh, well, you gotta yeah, that. you couldn't tell. Yeah. It might be like you know, back in his cap. Could be under something. the hat. Yeah, I had a hat yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he had Hilarious. the hat. So, yeah. <laughs> but love the I video. Get a, yeah. I couldn't get the hair to be as like gorgeous as Drew's hair is, so I just went. <laughs> We can't compete with that. So. We can't pay yeah. for the special effects. To no. Skinny with no hair. But she's great with videos, uh, you guys. Videos. The people who watch the yeah. videos love it. Nice. It's my intro video. Lo- they love it. Thank you. Oh, yeah. We should say that. Thank that's that's She does intro videos. I, I definitely... Yes. Cartoon. I'm promising mm-hmm. myself that I'm going to treat myself to a Kim intro video this year. It's oh, you must. should. Yeah. It's, have Lola it's a game changer, seriously. <laughs> I go really yeah. back and forth on it, it but the way you guys yeah. talk. No, we need to do it. Mm-hmm. We, we'll yeah. we'll be emailing you about changer. that too. Yeah. Cool. 2023. It's happening, baby. That's right. It is. So did we hear about Gloria's? She's making, she's, she's literally swimming through she, my, okay, good. She's doing fantastic. Yeah, seven years. 
Seven year itch. Uh, yeah. February thirteenth. Thirteenth. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I did want to also just update everybody because people have reached out and I really appreciate it. My mom oh, had her yeah. major surgery for her cancer on December twelfth. And so the whole month of December, you know, it was a really scary time. But my mom um, has her fifth round of chemo tomorrow and her last round of chemo February 17th. So she is ringing that bell on February 17th. (laughs) So we're excited. She has to do like infusions every three weeks for the next two years. But um, it's going really well. I'm so proud of her. And uh, yeah, that was like the whole month of December. Um, so my numbers weren't as important to me this year, but I was happy with how they turned out. (laughs) Sure. Um, can I say your mom has been so strong? It's so incredible, but I got to say, she's so adorable. Isn't she She the cutest? Oh my gosh. I was literally sitting next to her. Um, it was about four days ago. I brought her Panera bread. She loves the chicken salad sandwich, brought her dinner. My husband stopped by and she didn't have her wig on for the first time in front of my husband. She oh, always wears her wig. She had her cute little bandana thing on, which she's very self-conscious about. And I just mm. looked at her and I was so proud that she was vulnerable like that. And I just started crying because she's just so damn cute. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. She's just a doll. But uh, yeah, but she's a little down in the dumps. We got to work on that. But all's going really well. So that yeah. was my, you know, December update. Did you, did you say February 17th is the last one? That's the ring the bell, chemo yeah. round six, last full on chemo. That is yeah. wild that that is a date you can visualize, you know? That yes, is, yes. Wow. It is It cool. is a special um, time we're anticipating for sure. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, can I ask? Oh, Kim. Oh, yeah. What is this, Kim? Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, my health update. Um, that okay, I didn't, thank you. I didn't share with all of you guys. Um, so the last, let's see, starting in October, um, after after getting over COVID and feeling better, all of a sudden my health started declining um, pretty rapidly, and uh, I went through some crazy tests, bouncing back and forth between the hospital and ER, and all kinds of stuff, trying to figure out what it was. And um, they kind of had me on a fast track for a little bit. We got some initial test results. And um, I, since my initial test results, I got new tests and scopes and things done. And they reversed my diagnosis and changed some things. So um, I was initially diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, um, which is a pretty horrific uh, autoimmune disorder and gave me uh, a whole new perspective on folks who have severe digestive issues. And I'm not talking irritable bowel syndrome. This is inflammatory bowel disease, um, and it can wreak havoc on your entire body. And so I was fully symptomatic for several months, and um, there there were days that were good. There were days that I couldn't get out of bed. Um, I lost a ton of weight in a very short amount of time and just went through this like roller coaster of pain, of uh, severe dehydration, all kinds of stuff that was happening. And... Um, my, I went through a couple of treatments um, with my acupuncturist, did infrared sauna um, as much as I could. When I wasn't experiencing the major awful symptoms that mean you can't float, um, I was floating. And um, I had scopes done earlier this month. And uh, that part, all of the inflammation, all evidence is now gone. Great. Whoa. What? Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean it was yeah, misdiagnosed in the beginning? Um, or that's like a chronic. Been. It is, yeah. It's a lifelong thing. And so um it, they it could have been absolutely just a misdiagnosis where I had a um instead of the full chronic um colitis, that it was um just a, a temporary acute. inflammatory issue yeah. and um acute and we don't know what would have caused that. But then um there are other things that we found out and, and think that I have, and as I can't even say it, EOE, um, it's esophenic uh, esophagitis. It's basically a severe inflammation of the esophagus. And oh my gosh. Uh, it's 
It's from, <laughs> it's, and they tested all of this at once because the whole digestive system is related. So, um, but the, I had um, major inflammation and in like rings that develop in your esophagus and can oh eventually start to close up. Oh my so gosh. some crazy stuff. And I just found that out a couple of days ago. still don't know exactly what I'm doing and, and what well, the treatment how, is how for all of that. How do you feel right now? So, I'm good. You know, I mean, I have days where I'm still just exhausted, um, but I'm also doing a lot of work and family and, you know, doing all the things. Um, but this is another one that I was just like, well, okay. But we've, you know, we've learned to be really happy about a lot of things because I also tested, uh, I had precancerous cells. Um, they were really worried that I had, that I could have uh, colon cancer, which runs in my family. And so that was part of this testing and diagnosis. And thankfully it was precancerous, but we got everything removed before it, you know, became cancer. And um, I think that alone could have been causing some issues. And, you know, so it could have, it, the whole diagnosis might've been close, but a little bit off. Um, but I'm finally at the point now where, you know, I'm starting to feel a little better. I'm still dealing with some, like, I don't do well with anesthesia. Um, and I'm still dealing with, like, weird after effects. Uh, I went tachycardic when I was unconscious. And I have mean? very um, blood pressure and heart rate skyrocket, uh, which is a really rare thing because I have low blood pressure and a very low, slow heartbeat. Um, and so whenever that happens, it's kind of a, a crazy, you know, thing. I came to and... I told them they were apparently they were having a hard time getting me to wake up. I I don't know. I just suddenly they were there and they were all like standing there concerned. And I said, no, I'm going back to sleep. And they were like, oh, she's she just won't wake up. And I was like, I'm tired, you all. I was like, I'm tired. That was a good nap, like the best nap ever. Wow. Um, but then I had <laughs> chest pain and um, back good pain afterwards, grief. which... Uh, is kind of a, a scary symptom um, to have. So it was just like all of this, like, wait, but everything is like right at the edge of being bad news. And then we get to take it back again. And that's happened so many times with my health. I've had three cancer scares where they're feeling like this is, and then we get there and it's precancerous and caught it just in time. And so there are just so many health issues that I think that has kind of taken a little bit of a toll on me where it's like, Sure. Okay, this is really bad. No, just okay, talking okay. about all of that something. and listening to you is mm -hmm. stress. That's so stressful. Yeah. So it, it was just a wild few months, and I think though I'm I'm coming out of it, and I'm trying to get back into some routines and uh, take better care of my body and um, learn what my triggers are. There's a ton of testing mm -hmm. that I still have to do to to find out, you know, with the esophageal issues, um, what I can do and what is triggering it. Um, so there's, you know, still stuff to come, but I'm feeling pretty good about it, actually. And I'm hiring a new team member for Mindful Solutions, and that feels amazing. Yeah. Um, I already hired a couple more, um, but this particular How many people do you have now? Ways. How many people um, do you have? Because well, you had some contractors before. Mm -hmm. So are these like yeah, on five at one time? not me. I keep... I keep submitting my application, but I'm not getting a response. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call you. Don't call us then. <laughs> um, but um, Jocelyn ended up leaving me, sadly, what? and I love and missed her. But um, uh, she's she's still working with the float conference. Let's be clear about that. We're still working okay, together okay. on that. But she was also working uh, with me for Mindful Solutions. And so right. um, she is helping the FTA now. Um, and so she picked oh up some goodness. hours with the FDA. She called me about my also, overdue membership uh, yesterday. Float, float conference still. So I'm yeah. like, I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I put the get new on credit that. card in the helm. <laughs> I couldn't uh, like so recharge funny. it, but she got it all taken care of. I had to send her another copy. Yeah. So it's all good. I'm, I'm getting my sticker. Of course she did. My sticker's coming. Yes. FTA. Floathelm.com. Oh, it's the... <laughs> What we all love and use, everything works perfectly no, every time, just like any helps. software. Just no issues ever. Gosh, when there is an issue, I even today, actually, I didn't have a, I didn't have an issue with Helm. I just had a question, and I their response time doesn't make sense sometimes. And like, they'll get back to me maybe on my shift today. You know, I was working at the shop today, and it was just instantaneous. Yeah, they have a blank, and then we're basically just having a live yeah. conversation back and forth, which <laughs> is incredible. Floathelm.com. Or excuse me, Hellbot? Are we still outdated? Once you get, I, I'm too old for this. I can't update. Hellbot.com. I think they redirect anyway. 
help us. Um, Kim, I love you. We love you. you. Your health is so important and you, you just, our health is just so important. Like hearing you having rough times, even just exhaustion, all of that. uh, Um, I don't want to, yeah, it hurts and and we just want the best for you. And just hearing this positivity, I I didn't know any of this. Uh, so I'm, I'm really excited to hear that. And I, I hope it keeps trending in that direction. Exactly. Well, okay. Um, I don't know what better note to go out on that. I, I want to talk a little bit about our plans for next year, but we just got to save that for another time. Um, is there anything just you guys happy want to, share? to be back? As, as we welcome each other back into 2023. <laughs> happy. <laughs> yes. we're, we're still here, pound and salt. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. on his way yeah. out, but we're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my way out. But. And you know what? Even if he's gone, we still have several episodes he needs to come back for. Sure. for and if he, if he sells tomorrow, we're, we're going to reel him back in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, actually, hey, real quick, I had I had my um, first pump that I had to change from. You know how they're not making mm-hmm. those, yeah, Pentair, uh, mm-hmm. the regular pump. Not I said to say regular, but like the Pentair pumps that are pretty common. So I had to order a mag drive pump, which took like six weeks to get in. And then those were all inch and a half, and I had to redo the two inch, and I didn't really understand what I was doing and it turned into an 8 a.m. to midnight day and and I had to do the wiring and it wasn't working when I left and I was on the phone uh big thank you to to both James Harder and to to Luke Kruger I was on up at like midnight on the phone with them and um the next morning I came in all dejected I was but then I was like the fawns I like slapped it I rubbed it I talked to it I was I I like I like hit it and was like talking to the thing and I'm like come on we got floats in three hours I really don't want to cancel I was like begging the thing I plugged it in and it worked I don't know why but it worked a little TLC and everything worked out but those uh those new pumps and and I still have one old Pentair so I have to order one and be prepared to do it all over again but uh the next owner will be excited to know that they won't have to mess with that pump for five to ten years they'll be good to go for a while yeah Mm -hmm. they're in a good i'm setting it up for someone else's success so (laughs) whoever you are you're welcome to future owner (laughs) 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 whoever you are (laughs) well until next week gosh this is dylan for the rest of the pod saying may you always lay pipe with ease until next week (laughs) bye-bye